It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. Coming out of my last episode about identity-based goals, I had lots of great follow-up conversations with people. And in fact, I also got a question that came in through email from a listener. Thanks, Chaz, for sending that in and saying I could talk about it in a little greater depth in a follow-up episode here. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode about identity-based goals, go ahead and listen to it. I have a link in the show notes for it. And you can get that context. It only takes 15 minutes. It'll be a great setup for this. So the question was... I think I have a decent direction on this, but just wondering if you've thought about it any. Did you give any thought to the differences between phrasing a running goal as I am a runner versus I can run a 5K? I.e., you could have a list of statements that are abstract and use verbs like is or am, or you could use actual activities that you can test yourself against. I think I'll try to stay away from those states of being. I'm a good person, I'm not a bad person, and try to focus on doing measurable things. I help kids learn to read, I do not steal candy from babies. It's a good practice in general, but is this something that's specifically come up as you've worked through goals over the years? And I'll start by saying an emphatic, absolutely, this is something that has come up. And I think the the definition of this can be challenging at times in trying to gauge goals and the definition of some of these goals in the right way. And I think it's important to understand that if you are reaching a goal, uh, are you making progress toward it? So including measures is an important part of the structure of looking at goals. Now that said, there can also be good reason for disconnecting the specific measurement and the activity associated with measuring from the goal itself. Uh, In your example, you seem to be thinking in line with this, but let me explore this concept a little bit further. So in the I am a runner example, I am a runner is very generic and in my perspective, too ambiguous. Whereas I can run a 5K at any time adds a bit of additional context as to what it means without getting caught up in the exact measurement. And what I mean by that is I don't want to necessarily go so far as something like I will run three miles three times per week as a goal. That's not a goal. That's an activity, and it's an activity that can help make progress toward a goal, but the goal is not necessarily the measured thing unto itself. Tracking the activity is valuable, but it can, uh, because it can help as a leading indicator as to whether I will reach the goal. Uh, this could be the, a good personal target to set, And to help make sure that I can meet that goal of running a 5K at any time, which is related back to the identity. 
but and I the the met the specific measurement of three miles three times per week, while that might be valuable activity, that's that's just not the goal, or it's not a goal that's going to help carry through particularly challenging times. And too often in the past, I myself have gotten caught up in the tracking of activity as though the activity itself is actually the goal and it poses this risk of exhaustion. This happened when I was looking at doing a push-up, uh, you know, working on as part of my health, doing more push-ups. And I set a goal at the time of I will do 10 push-ups every day. Now, in doing that, as you know, look. Let's look at a fictitious year. So I do that 330 days out of the year, but not every day. Did I achieve the goal? Well, technically, no. I was going to do 10 push-ups every day, but I didn't. I only did it 330 days out of the year. So I missed about three days per month. Did I achieve the goal? Well, maybe I did. I mean, I guess if I look at it as I was trying to improve my overall fitness, yes, I absolutely achieved the goal. Does it matter in the grand scheme that I did 3,300 push-ups instead of 3,650 push-ups in that year? Probably not. I mean, I could conceive a reason why 3,650 push-ups was going to be such an important number, but it probably doesn't actually matter. And there's also this challenge of if you set such a, if you're so focused on the measurement itself, if you miss a chunk of time, it can be really hard to get back on. So in that example, maybe I would have done 150 days in a row, but then I missed 35, you know, or or 30, 30 sessions for some reason. Now, I really haven't uh, at that point, I've fallen out of any kind of rhythm that I had. It's been several weeks at that point that I haven't actually been doing the thing that's supposedly my goal. And at that point, it seems really far away from being able to achieve that goal. Um, you know, there was no there was no actual end that I was going to meet for that. I was on the wagon for a while, and then I fell off, and I never quite got back up on that wagon because at that point that many days in a row of missing, there's this uh, this growing barrier with each incremental day of being able to get back on track. So there becomes this balance in the middle of trying to wrangle being too generic uh, with that that goal that you have and tying it to your identity that I am a good per- or a good person or I'm a runner. Uh, and not getting too specific on that where you kind of get lost in what your actual purpose in that is. So I like to try to find a middle ground where it's not so much an opinion like, you know, I'm a good person. Somebody might say, you know, from, from the outside, somebody might say, yes, Matt's a good person. Somebody might say, no, Matt's not a good person. And, uh, you know, there's it's really challenging to be able to defend that objectively, whereas something like I can run a 5K at any time is something that is much more objectionably measurable, where I can go out and I can run that 5K, and if I can do it, I am actually meeting that goal that's tied to the identity. This gets back into this idea of initiatives as kind of the parent-level umbrella of that contains 
specific projects as well as maintenance that are in support of that initiative. So continuing with the running example, I'm the kind of person who could run a 5K at any time is a goal that aligns to an initiative I have in trying to build and maintain good health. And with that, I have this planned maintenance where I'm going to run an average of three times a week through the year just to maintain some of that good health, among other maintenance activities that I'm doing. I also have a project for 2021 that I'm going to run 500 miles. I have another project in 2021 where I'm going to get myself into marathon shape in 2021. These aren't the goals themselves, but rather they're projects that I have that are in support of these initiatives that are tied to some of the goals that I have. And these things work in harmony with each other. Now, note the some of the language there for the marathon shape one. I'm not committing myself to actually running a marathon in 2021. Rather, my project is getting myself into shape so that I could run a marathon if I want to. I think it would be a cool, uh, a cool milestone to hit. And I think this year in particular, for a variety of reasons, is a good target for me to get myself into that shape. And if I'm, you know, feeling like my body is taking that well, um, I might actually do the marathon, but I'm not tying my success or failure or my achieving of my goals to the marathon specifically. But it is absolutely a stretch project that I've taken on for the year. So something worth covering perhaps in another episode is the other side of this. And one of the dangers that can come with this is how do you make sure that you don't just simply coast? If one of my projects is getting myself into marathon shape in 2021, uh, it seems like the goal of being able to run a 5K at any time is maybe a bit too trivial. And I'm, I'm not challenging or pushing myself enough. And I'll say just at a high level for that one, um, this is where trying to take into consideration the entire body of all of the different goals that I have and taking that into context with each of the different projects that I'm taking on and really trying to take what are those big bets that I'm going to make for the year? Where am I really going to focus that energy? And for some of these goals, especially tying it to an identity, the uh, running a 5K at any time is something that I want to be able to carry as an identity throughout my life. I won't have every year where I'm going to be looking to get myself into marathon shape, or at least I don't, I don't envision that kind of a, fu a future for me. I would like to carry that identity with me that regardless of my age, I'm the kind of person who could run a 5K at any time. And that really is my goal that I'm following as part of it, even if I have a stretch project that's going to push me far beyond that. And note, I don't think that every goal has to be one that's going to be true five years from now, 20 years from now. There's certainly a place for having those goals that are going to have a closer time horizon. It just so happens that running fits into one that is much longer term or something I want to be able to sustain over time. 
But regardless of some of that time horizon, the key point going back to the original question that came up here around some of that potential ambiguity or having a measure in there, I do think it's really important to have the measure available as part of the goal definition. It's just don't over-index on doing that and get too focused in on the measure itself or the activity of measuring it itself, or the goal can get lost in the shuffle. Thanks again so much for submitting the question. I hope this has been helpful. If there are other questions that this has brought up or you even have a question around a different episode or topic, feel free to get in touch with me through mostlyproductive.com. If you're not already subscribed to the show, please go and subscribe through your favorite podcasting service, wherever you happen to be listening to this right now. And if you would take a moment, please rate and review. That does help out. And I am woefully low on having ratings and reviews out there. I do get stats, so I see that people are listening. Uh, If you are one of those people who would uh, do me the favor, I certainly would appreciate uh, getting a couple of reviews out there. And with that, I'll wrap, and I'll say thanks, and have a great day.